And I think that's what's so amazing about the body. And your body is constantly wanting to heal itself when you give it the opportunity to do so. When you give it the rest and the rejuvenation and the healthy thoughts and the positive thoughts, the healthy food, the, you know, the positive influence and the surroundings, like all of that is like, like the recipe to a thriving body. You are listening to the Live Better Show with Brett and Jason, where we dive into life crushers changing their game, talking about wellness, and sharing a message of putting plan into action. Live Better is based on five pillars. Move better, eat better, think better, give better, and live better. We move for freedom, to do and go where and when we want. We practice good nutrition to combat an age of being overfed and undernourished. We practice mindfulness for ways to live purposefully. We give better as the basis for why we do anything at all, especially when focusing on the health of our clients and community. And at the intersection of it all, we live better. Health and wellness is the sustainable fuel to do whatever it is in life you want to do better. Our guests share their story, their mission, and the pursuit of having the best day ever every single day. Hey! Turn up, bitch! The Live Better Show is brought to you by Live Better Retreats. Come join us on an epic adventure where we will fuel your body, your mind, and your spirit to accomplish new goals. This time is the right time for you to join us on an epic Live Better experience. This full immersion opportunity will grant you access to the best in nutrition, wellness, movement, yoga, and an amazing community you will bring home after the trip. Right now, you can join us on a Live Better experience to have the best day ever every single day. Let's crush it, fam. Jason and Brett here with the Live Better Show. Super excited to have Jacqueline on the podcast today. Um, if, If you guys are looking to increase your yoga skills or want to uh, emulate somebody in that field. Jacqueline's definitely the one. How are you doing today, Jacqueline? Hey, guys. I am doing so good today. Thanks for having me on here. Yeah, we're um, super, super pumped to, to talk to you about um, yoga, your business, um, what you got coming up for the year. And so I think the, the first question is, is just talk about some of the projects that you have going on right now. And then um, we'll we'll dig deeper into the the nooks and crannies. For sure. Well, yeah. Hi, everyone. Uh, my name is Jacqueline, and online people know me as Action Jacqueline. Um, so I uh, like like it sounds like I help you take action towards a happy, healthy life, and it all starts with moving on your mat and breathing and it can be as simple as you know a couple minutes of breathing or five minutes of stretching um and i really believe it's just those little those little almost like insignificant daily consistent like practice that can really build up your self-confidence your self-worth and help you create the life of your dreams um, so that's what I've, I help people do. I show people, you know, little, uh, stretches every single day on my Instagram. And I have, um, a daily mantra that you can meditate on every day on my Instagram stories. And then, you know, if you want to dive deeper, then I have my get stretchy program that has 15 minute yoga stretching videos that you can do 
first thing in the morning or first thing before bed. <laughs> that is that's an incredible thing. I also just to start love the name of your Instagram because that is the most important step to take is just to start and not overthink it. And I think when I'm looking through your feed and digesting all the information you put out, it's so nice to read that in a simple, aesthetically pleasing, very easy to understand way. But if you come to your platform, you obviously are doing several different things, um, all of which are and look awesome. Could you help somebody who's just coming to this for the first time? Maybe they're thinking about getting into yoga or have taken a few classes. Maybe they're just looking to increase their flexibility. From your content, where would you suggest they start? Yeah, I would suggest following me on Instagram um, and just getting to know just some of the stretches that I have on there. And I would suggest taking one of those stretches and just doing one every day. I mean, I post one almost every single day. So, um, adding it in like after your run, you know, or, uh, in the middle of your work day or right when you wake up, I think that's a great place to start. And then, um, you know, if you feel inspired and jived with me and everything, I would say go to my website, actionjacqueline.com and sign up for my like free newsletter because I also have, um, cause I like to do strength moves and body weight strength training, like core Pilates and bar and things like that. So then I also like can send you, I have a whole thing of like free workouts that you can get to. So I would definitely go to my Instagram first action Jacqueline, follow me there and then go to my website actionjacqueline.com and sign up for my newsletter. Yeah, those are those are great ways to get involved. I've checked all of those things out, and um, a couple a couple points, and then I'll get into my question. Is looking at what you put out there. I love, and Jason just alluded to this, but the simplicity of how you break down certain stretches. So, personally, I love doing a lot of yoga, um, and I take mostly group classes, so I don't really get too much in, uh, individualized intention, but. Being super body aware, just looking at how you diagram out poses, for example, and where the body should be pulling, where it should be pushing, where it should be rotating from, um, can be verbalized in a practice, but to see it in a picture is just super beneficial for me. So anybody that's just getting started and you do a stretch and you're not really sure where to feel it, I think that's like the, my favorite thing personally about um, about your your feed and your platform. So that's just super helpful. Um, and I want to talk about or awesome. dive into, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say like, um, I, yeah, I started doing those diagrams because like, that's how I learned how to move. Like I learned, I was a professional ballerina before and a professional dancer. And like, you just like, if you ever take a dance class, like there's actually not much talking. <laughs> like there, you just go and you like watch and you observe the body and you basically just try to like make a move in your own body and a lot of it is the energy that's either being lifted or pulled or centered or grounded or um uh, and it's like and and in my mind I always think of like these lines of energies that are either like going down or out or in or up and so like I always honestly I mean I hate to admit it but like I always forget like I'll forget the name of like the muscle or the name of the bone or whatever it is, you know? And it's like, for me, I like, that's not going to teach me if someone says like, 
oh, you know, your quadriceps or something like that. You know, like for me, I'll learn how to do body if I can see it and I can understand like like where the energy goes because then it's like you can just like embody it and start to feel it in your own body so that's like what inspired me to start doing those arrows because it was like you know push down here up here and expand wide and I think that's like a cool way to try to like dive and get to know your own body yeah I totally agree and I think um whenever I Yeah, whenever I like film myself doing a flow or teach a class, um, it's it's important to to feel that energy, and I just love that that analogy of that where those arrows are pointing is where the energy should flow. Um, with your practice, you're obviously very advanced in the ability you have to do certain poses, um, which for the person getting into yoga uh, might look like it's something that is years and years away, which I'm sure it is from where you started. Um, We'd love to hear about your yoga journey, um, where it began. Obviously, you just talked a little bit about dance, um, so I'm sure it stems somewhere from that, but we'd love to just hear your journey onto the mat. Yeah, so I, you know, I've like I said, I started out as a professional dancer and ballerina and, um, I like didn't really do much yoga to be honest. Like I, I started teaching Pilates when I was 17 and I started teaching bar like when I was 21 and, you know, I did a lot of fitness and dance and I was very like, um, almost like, like outward focus in terms of fitness and aesthetics, um, you know, for the body and stuff like that. Um, and then it wasn't until, and I actually would like go to yoga classes and think that they're really boring. (laughs) I did not like them and was totally that person. I would like walk out early for Shavasana and be like, uh, boring, you know, gotta go. And, (laughs) and, um, and then I, I was like such like, um, I was always on the go too. Like I've always been super driven and very motivated and very entrepreneurial. So I'd always be kind of like juggling a few different like side gigs and things like that on top of like being a professional dancer and, um, and also like training celebrity clients and dance and fitness. And so, uh, but then I, it run, I was like 27 or so or 28. Um, I like, experienced really bad panic attacks and anxiety and um it was like the most frightful feeling ever because you know it was so foreign to me and I didn't know what was going on to have a panic attack and you hear about it but it's another thing to actually like experience it in your own body and mind um and that was what tipped me off into like beginning this journey of like having a spiritual practice or getting more in touch with myself slowing down um really like taking those moments to breathe and empowering myself through my thoughts and um and that's what I believe that meditation offers and that was just where I started and someone suggested to read the power of now and then um and then I started to I was I was starting to go to yoga at that time and I was like going more for like the handstands and the crazy poses. And there was a lot of teachers around my area who were like very advanced and I would go. And then I started to like, you know, that part of it, like the strength and kind of the flashy side of yoga, um, to be very honest. And then, you know, I started to realize the, the, the power of the mindset that goes along with yoga and like, cause I already had a lot of the body awareness. So it's like, I felt like, 
you know, I was like, I don't know, I guess a little like snooty about it. Like, Oh, I don't need this. I've got this already, you know? Um, but thankfully I was in there for the handsets and everything, because I remember one teacher told me like, you know, anxiety, and this is a total personal thing. And I know I've gotten a lot of different feedback from people, but this was my experience with someone said to me, like, um, you know, anxiety can be a choice for some people. And she said it, it can be a choice and it can be a choice of, you know, your thoughts and what you're choosing to believe in your life. And that was like the first moment where I felt like, oh my gosh, like it totally empowered me to make a choice to not be anxious or to just invite it in and just like say, okay, here it is, invite it and be compassionate instead of being super critical of myself or feeling like I'm weird or judging myself. Um, so it was a big turning point. And then it was from then on that I just started to like dive more into like, I'm like, well, what is this meditation stuff? Or how can I, you know, help calm my brain down with maybe breathing exercises or, um, you know, like that, that's kind of how it all started. And then, um, yeah, about a couple of years ago, I got certified in yoga and, um, yeah. And then here I am <laughs> still doing yoga, still like diving deep into all the mindset work and, I, I, I love it. Like, I really feel like, um, I mean, thankfully I don't have any anxiety anymore and I don't have any panic attacks or anything. And I didn't go on any medication or anything either. Um, so yeah. I think that's, you, you said so many things that are so important that can be taken out of that first. I'm happy to hear that you aren't experiencing a lot of that anymore. Um, cause I used to have a lot of anxiety just from a lot of different types of sources. And I still definitely deal with feelings of uncertainty and yoga was also very similar for me and how I got into it and now how I use it in my own life because I played soccer growing up, but really just any other contact sport or adrenaline rush that I could get, I wanted. And the thing that attracted me to yoga in the first place was the handstands and the flashy stuff and arm balances, which I had just been messing around with before I started. But I think it's interesting how many different ways yoga draws people in. You have the kind of hardcore side that comes at it that wants the very physical practice. You have people maybe on the other end of the spectrum that are just looking for some basic flexibility or coming back from an injury. And we kind of all approach it from this very physical angle. And then I think it's so interesting how the main benefit that um, people seem to get out of yoga always comes back to the mental side, which is kind of what the physical practice is supposed to prepare you for anyway. And it's so nice to hear anecdotes from other people about how yoga is used as a tool in that way to solve some of those issues like anxiety and stress and overwhelm because it shows how powerful a physical practice can be to prepare your mind to then deal with those things. So whether it ends up being your choice or not, it's certainly a tool to help you solve some of these mental issues, which extends all the way down to children with ADD up to adults that are dealing with any number of physical or mental ailments. So I, um, you know, piggybacking off of Brett's question, I love hearing why people come to their mat and then ultimately what they get off of it. Cause it's not always what you wanted at the start. You kind of get what you need at the finish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so true. And I think like just having that, uh, I think even like having a a home practice too, uh, which like, you know, we've all been able to 
create for ourselves more and more with the internet because there's all these amazing people that are teaching online now and to create this like home practice for yourself and to create like a space in your home where you know like this is your time to be like compassionate to yourself and have this 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 really like beautiful divine like experience on the map that's like just for you and yourself and there's no expectations around it like I think is also very empowering you know because you're not you don't you can you can create this daily habit for yourself and you don't have to deal with to like traffic or parking or all this other all these other circumstances like you're empowered to create like a really amazing experience for yourself like every single day um yeah. I love that. What what do you think the biggest misconception is about yoga? Or what do you feel the most questions on where you kind of roll your eyes and you're like, I have to answer this again? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> well, it's funny when people say like, oh, I don't do yoga because I'm really bad at it. And I'm like, <laughs> that's like, that's like saying, oh, I don't. I don't walk around. I don't walk anymore because I'm bad at walking. <laughs> or you're like, what? Like, you do it just to do it. Like, you're not doing it to, like, um, not to, to be, like, really good, you know? Or, like, before say, like, oh, I don't do yoga because I'm like, well, that's exactly why you, like, you get to do yoga. <laughs> um, so... And it's funny because it's like people also always ask, like, how do I get flexible? Is it too late for me? Is it too, is it, you know, am I too far gone? Like, and even like some young people will say, like, I'm already like 25, you know, like, is there still hope for me? And I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) and so I like, you know, you can, your body is like malleable, malleable. I always like have a hard time with that word, but it's. (laughs) It's moldable, you know, you can move like it, you can reshape it. And I think that's what's so amazing about the body and your body is constantly wanting to heal itself when you give it the opportunity to do so, when you give it the rest and the rejuvenation and the healthy thoughts and the positive thoughts, the healthy food, the, you know, the positive influence and the surroundings, like all of that is like, like the recipe to a thriving body. Um, but yeah, like to go back to your question, it's like people always like when they say, Oh, I don't do yoga cause I'm not flexible enough. I'm like, <laughs> get it, get your butt into yoga then. <laughs> yeah. That's like, that is the point. What, what do you think your favorite thing about practicing yoga is personally? Um, I feel like I always just, uh, it, it just, it has the similar feeling of when I was, when I was a professional dancer, it's like everything outside of my practice seems to just go away. Like it just, I get so zeroed in on the way my body feels. Um, and it's really an internal like journey and I feel so connected to my own body and my breath and, um, you know, some yoga studios have a mirror, some don't, or like when I practice at home, um, I have like a little mirror, like, but I'm not, it's not like dance where if you, you grew up dancing, you know, like you are literally just staring at yourself in the mirror, like the entire time, like kind of just tearing yourself apart. And so yoga is like, not about that. You know, it's like, 
I get the same experience of feeling completely connected into my body and, and unified and grounded. Um, and like all my worries and troubles sort of go away and they don't exist anymore. And, um, yeah, it's just like the, an amazing feeling. So a lot of what you've touched on and, um, how you've built your platform is something that Jason and I just cannot get enough of, which is consistency. Um, when we're talking about those people that don't do yoga cause they're not flexible. Well, if you just start doing the training every single day, eventually you will, you know, like you said, your body is moldable and you can do things. What are some of the things that you do? Um, and this does not have to relate to yoga. This can relate to mindset. This can relate to, um, your routines, your nutrition. What are some of the things that you do consistently on a day-to-day basis just to keep some uh, rhythm in your life? Um, yeah, I, um, I mean, eating well is really big for me. Um, I just knowing like having good food in my fridge and my pantry, um, and cooking from home, um, is really, really big for me. I feel, I feel like that's just what keeps me very grounded. Um, I'll go out to eat, like, if it's a social thing, like, if I go out with friends or whatever. Um, but, like, I definitely don't just, like, go out and just, like, pick up dinner. Um, I Another thing is, like, I do a movement of some sort every single day. I'm, um, it can be either, like, yoga. Like, today I did yoga. Yesterday I went for a run. The day before I did Pilates. Like, the day before that I did like a mix of things. And so, um, it's just some sort of movement that I like to do. And, um, I'm not like really strict on myself in terms of like, you know, Monday, Wednesday, I have to do cardio or like, I'm not like really structured like that. Um, and then another thing is that like, I go outside at least every single day, like I live by the beach. So I'll either go up onto my roof and watch the sunset, you know, if maybe I didn't have that much time to go out or I'll actually like go down to the beach and at least like put my feet in the sand and just like feel the earth and look at the water or sometimes if I go for a run, it'll be outside. So getting outside, um, like I say, always like, even if it's a couple minutes, I think sometimes something I always have to remind myself of because like I, I'll get super carried away and I have to remind myself like, you know what, it's okay if it's only a couple minutes today, it's better than nothing. Um, cause I used to be kind of like an all or nothing person <laughs> where I was like, well, if I don't have an hour to be by the beach, then I'm not going. Um, so I'm <laughs> like, well, you know, I gotta be like, you know, just, it's okay. It's a couple minutes. It's still going to make a difference. Um, so yeah, so those are a couple of things that I like to do that and meditate. Now, recently I have actually um, this last year I've gotten pretty consistent with my meditation. So right now, every day I listen to, um, an abundance meditation and it's amazing. And, um, it, that's something that I do right when I wake up and it's 20 minutes that I listen to. And, um, yeah, so those are a few things. <laughs> yeah, that's, those are solid. Um, for sure. I think it's, it's always interesting to hear what people are doing on a consistent basis across different fields um when we interview people from all all different walks of life and it's just so interesting that people are doing such similar things and i find myself doing those things and also like you said like i'm very all or nothing and it's like 
sometimes it's like, all right, I have 20 minutes today to work out. I'm going to work out like instead of not doing it. So I love that you just go at and do it. One of the, one of the things that Jason and I field, um, in regards to questions from clients or people that, you know, follow our platform is the transition. And you mentioned that you went from professional dancer to now running your own business. So I'd love to hear about that transition um, from, you know, being paid to do um, your skill to now having to create your own um, platform and, and running your own business like you mentioned that you're doing today. Yeah, that's that's a great question. I'll try to like keep it as um, like succinct and clear as possible. Um, so I think like I've always loved I've always loved teaching and sharing my passion of movement and working out, um, and I've always loved like pushing people and uh, in terms of just like you know one more you can do it you know like just being their cheerleader and. Um, I was teaching and teaching for so many years in small little boutique studios. And, you know, I had some amazing students sometimes and that are still my friends to this day and some amazing clients. But there was something inside of me that just always felt like it, like there was just something more, like there was just something, not more, maybe that's not the right word, but there was like a bigger impact that I could make. Because I like I knew my classes were good. I knew what I was teaching was powerful. I knew that like I could just feel that, and it just seemed like I was keeping myself small. Um, just like you know, just being with uh, in a small boutique studio or, or or something like that. Like if that makes sense. So um, it, I I think it first started off with that like that desire, and then. Um, I was, you know, uh, I was with my friend and I actually used to have my own t-shirt clothing line with my sister and we were like shooting our clothes. I remember one day Saturday on a Saturday and, um, with my friend who was like a photographer. And then at the end of the shoot, cause we used like these models to come in, um, model. And he was like, why don't you like, you know, you girls should model your own shirt. So then I was like, okay, let's like model our own shirts. And he's like really funny and just was like, we were like messing around and stuff. And then it was like, let's go to the beach. And it's like, we're like, okay, let's go to the beach. So then we started like doing these photos on the beach and it just was like this gorgeous sunset. And I was like, I'm going to do like a dance pose. I did like a leap and I did like these other cool dance poses. And then I like just start, this was like three years ago, four years ago. And I just started posting some of these photos on Instagram and, um, a couple like that we took online and my friend, like they, they just did like really well like on Instagram like people were just like commenting and people all of a sudden I got like followers like tons of followers like and I was like whoa this is crazy like I wasn't even like trying to do this so then my friend and I were like okay let's go take some more photos so then we just started like going to beaches and started taking more and more photos of me like in dance wear or like doing dance poses you know like balletic kind of things and because I didn't really know yoga and I didn't know how to do a handstand Um, and then, so my, my Instagram just organically grew and, um, people were like, Oh, you need to monetize it. You need to monetize it. And I'm like, what does that even mean? (laughs) I was like, I'm just like, I just love to dance and I love the beach and I love sunsets. And this is like what I, I, this is what I love. You know, this is what I'm just like posting it on here. And it felt like a little, like, 
you know, self-serving. And so I'm like, I, there was that feeling of like, you know, uh, it's a photo of me like over and over again. And that someone, and then someone approached me and they're like, Hey, like if you're a teacher, we'd love to have you come and do a challenge for us on our app. And I was like, Oh, that's kind of cool. And then I was like, what's a challenge? Like, what do you do? And it's like, oh, it's something that you do every single day. And I was like, that's pretty cool. And I was like, because people were already commenting and saying like, oh, show me how you stretch or how do you do the splits? And I was like, well, maybe I'll do one about like stretching, like showing people how to do the stretches that I do for dance and stuff. And then that's when I came up with the name Get Stretchy, which was like, this was like four years ago. And so it started off on like a small challenge on this other person's app. And then, and it did like super well and people were like so engaged and I couldn't believe the responses that I got from people. Like people were saying that they were sleeping better, that the, their lower back pain was gone, that their neck pain was gone, that they, they, they could run again or they could pick up their kids again. They, they felt like freer in their bodies. Like the type of things that people were saying, like it gave me chills and I was like, holy moly, like. I didn't even know that it could impact people this way. Like it was just, it was beyond me of the way that it was impacting people. And then it just, I was like, I want to, I want to create this, like something bigger with this. And, and then someone told me, I remember I was at the Bulletproof conference and someone like told me, they're like, you need to read this book and it's called launch. And he was like, you need to just like create your own programs and put it on your, and create a website and sell it. And I was like, what? (laughs) What? Do what? And I'm like, how? But I'm always, I'm a bootstrapper. Like I kind of will like figure anything out. He's like, read the book and like figure it out. And I was like, you know what? Okay, I will. So I like just literally like just locked myself in my, in my apartment. And I just like read the book, figured it out, filmed it myself, got a studio, like put it up, edited it, like looked at YouTube videos on how to edit, how to upload, how to do all of that stuff. I remember for like a month straight. Um, and, uh, and then I put it up and just started like, you know, telling people about it on my Instagram saying like, Oh, you know, now I have courses, like go buy it. And, um, and that's like basically, you know, before I go <laughs> like too long, that's like kind of, that's how I transitioned. Um, but all the while I kept teaching, um, had group classes. I had clients. I was like, um, I was working for, uh, I was actually, I used to, used to work for Bulletproof and I was doing their events and I was doing product development for them. So I was like, you know, hustling with a capital H, you know? Um, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, I mean, that's a, it's a great story. And I think the, the biggest thing I, I drew from that is you, like, you know, not to go through your Instagram name, but you just took action. I mean, like if somebody says you can do this and you just waste away and never try, you'll never know. Um, and what was awesome about what you did was you tested it out and it worked. So then you capitalized on that. And I think like the more and more I dive in and try to help people in transitions in their career and stuff like that, it's like just try it. Just go and do the thing. Like one thing you got from that is that you started to enjoy yoga. If you would have done yoga and just not taken, you know, any enjoyment out of it, then you could have been like, all right, well, I tried this, but I can move on to the next thing. So it's super cool to see, um, obviously, from where it started to where to where you are now, um, the success rate is, in, is incredible. So that's a super, you know, impactful story on just taking action on 
um, something that you, you find enjoyable, but also something that you see a future in. That's incredible. Yeah. And I think that there's, um, you know, I'm still somebody who like, I can feel myself sometimes getting in my own way or self-sabotaging situations. And, um, and that's what this year has been all about, um, is really, really looking at places where I feel like maybe I hold myself small or, um, I think as you start to grow bigger and grow bigger, there, there may be feelings of like unworthiness of like, Oh my gosh, like all of these people are buying my program or like all of these people are, are following me now, you know, like you're like, who am I to be this person? And like allowing yourself to really like dig deep there and understand like, where is this fear coming from? Is it feeling like not worthy or did someone tell you that you weren't worthy of it or are you fearful of judgments or, um, you know, like what is the payoff of staying small? It's like you're, you don't get rejected. You don't get ridiculed. You don't get, you don't fail. And so that's why I always like say that failure is non-existent. Like there's no such thing as failure. It's just feedback. Always. It's constant feedback. It's like when you're trying to do a handstand and you fall to the right, that's not a failure. It's feedback. It's like, Oh, I was leaning too far to the right. Now I got to go to the left or like, that's literally what it is for anything else in your life. It's just feedback. Oh, I think one thing you said that's really interesting is the self-doubt when you start to grow, when you ask yourself the question, like, who am I to be the one to deliver this information for all its, you know, you could make the argument on social media, whether it's good or bad, but definitely one of the most amazing pieces about it is that it is instant feedback and validation that not only should you be the person to deliver the message that thousands, in your case, hundreds of thousands of people want you and need you to be it. You mm-hmm. get at, you are being asked to do it, which I think as an entrepreneur and somebody who understands the hustle is great. You aren't developing a product and then pushing it out. You are doing something you loved and were asked for it. Like that is the validation, the outside, the external feedback to your point that you need it and there is no failure. People are just asking for it and maybe they ask for different things this year than they did last year, but that should give you good like cause to push forward and hustle harder that like even though it might change, people are always going to be asking for something from you and looking to you for that information. I think that in and of itself is self-empowering. On the flip side of it, I think people get intimidated by that because they feel like they're starting from ground zero. But if you never do it, you're never going to receive that feedback. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's so like, it's interesting that you said like you're being asked to do it or you're feeling called to do it. Like I, I honestly never did it. Um, like I never started posting on Instagram or created my get stretchy program thinking of how much money I could make. Like I wasn't, um, and I don't, I was, I was just never, I just never thought about that. Like that's, I was thinking, oh wow, I get to help people now with the internet all over the world instead of just the same 10 people in my, in my studio that I was teaching at. Like that was, 
that's what I was thinking. And so that's like where my energy went was like, how many people across the world can I impact or can I help or show like stretches? And cause I know we're super privileged here in LA to have like the most exquisite and beautiful and posh like studios, but they don't have that everywhere in the world. And I was like, well, I'm, I'm going to give them like a unique experience, even if they're at home in their apartment, you know, in like the middle of nowhere. And, um, and I think like, if you always come from that place of like true genuine passion and love to serve and to help and to really impact like, like energetically, like the people will come and be drawn towards you because that's like what you're seeking and that's what you're putting out there. And I think like, you know, and then I think for people who are trying to make money, it's like the money will come, like the money will always come. If you're aligned with your true heart and purpose like the money will always come and and I think um and I think it's okay to want money too you know like money is energy money is like a high vibrational energy it's very it's well respected it's well wanted it's well you know it's it's a very it's a very kind of like tricky topic but um it's okay to want money it's okay to like want to be able to use it for a bigger purpose you know but I think always initially like coming from that place of really like your true heart's like purpose and um uh passion and yeah as someone that is um giving out a lot of information like you said to people you know, all over the world now, um, and doing in, in such a way that people actually are signing up for your programs and, you know, becoming a part of you. What are some of the things you do to keep yourself fresh to learn new, um, whether it's poses or mantras for your meditation? Um, what are some of the things you do to, to advance your own practice? Um, yeah, I am always, always looking for like a new training um like I have other like yoga teachers who comment and say like you're always in some sort of training like it's crazy um but like I just did you know I got my 200 hour and then I got like another 300 hours I did like 100 hours of breathing I did um then I just did kundalini this year so I did another 200 hours of kundalini um and uh and then I'm doing FRC which is like a you know another certification and I've done ergonomic certification so honestly like I'm constantly I'm kind of like a a learning junkie like I love to just like put myself into some sort of learning situation and learn, um, and grow always. And I think, uh, and I will always pop into classes like all over LA. Like if I go up to Santa Monica or something, I'm like, I'm going to find a yoga class somewhere and, and pop in. I don't care like who the teacher is. Like I just, every teacher has something to offer. Like there's always a little something that you can learn from a teacher with there. It's like their playlist or the way they closed out the class or the, maybe they said one little thing that was like, really a really good cue you know maybe they don't have the most popular class in LA but every teacher has something to offer um so I always pop into classes like whenever and wherever I am honestly like if I'm traveling or wherever like I love to just go and take class because I think it makes me a better teacher um so just constantly always being the student again um and then I think this year a big big part of my growth was I did a leadership training um that really like just was 
very, <laughs> it was just very confronting, but it was so magical in the way that I felt like I was able to really see my own blind spots and really understand what support means and community means because as an entrepreneur, like I was starting to isolate myself a little bit because I wasn't teaching classes or anything. So I was like just home on my computer or filming myself, which is very isolating. And, um, sometimes you gotta like put your head down and just work sometimes. But, um, I was just like, I, I kind of like lost that, you know, that community and that camaraderie. So doing the leadership training was huge, huge for me. So if, if you can get yourself into some sort of like growth program like that, like that's, that's incredible too for your mind. And, um, yeah, it was amazing. Do you have a process on how you choose what to do from a training perspective? There's so many trainings out there. Jason and I are the same. We, we love to look at all the different programs and, um, you know, educate ourselves in the training realm with the clients and classes that we teach. Do you have a process, um, or do you go off of like friends recommendations? What are some of the strategies you use on like what's next on the training docket? Yeah, I have done like the leadership training. My friend definitely recommended me and she's a good friend of mine and I trusted her. And then, um, like with Kundalini, I, I went and took one class and was like, Oh, this is, this is really cool. Like I want to dive in. And so I just like went downstairs and uh, they were, this was at Wanderlust Hollywood and they were happened to be doing like their first ever certification, like starting that Friday. And I just like signed up right on the spot. So a lot of the times it is like, I just follow my gut, but, um, definitely like it's like a mixed, mixed bag. Like sometimes it just felt right. Sometimes it was a recommendation. Sometimes it was like, yeah, reputation, like really asking around and saying like, have you heard of this person or, um, really, I think, yeah, asking around that that's how I did my first certification. I did the smart flow and I was going and taking, um, uh, uh, like I think Tiffany was the teacher or she was, no, Tiffany was in the class and I was asking the teacher, like what Tiffany Russo and I was like, what, you know, what's the good, what's a really good certification. And so, yeah, I just like asked around and she was like, Oh, definitely you should do this one. Um, so yeah, so asking around and that always helps and you know, and it's, if you go to one and, and, and it's not good, then it's okay. Just move on. <laughs> I don't know. Like I, I honestly, like now that I think about it, I think I've been really like lucky and the trainings that I've gotten have been amazing. Um, so like if people are curious, like I did my 200 hour with smart flow yoga and then I did a 300 hour with Brian Dice and Claudine and Hansa. Um, and that was in Thailand. And then I did the 200 hour Kundalini at Wanderlust Hollywood. Um, so yeah, <laughs> I yeah, know there are great. a lot of trusts out there, but, um, maybe that can help point people in, in a good direction too. Yeah. I mean, I think that's how, you know, Jason and I have, have done the same thing. And when people ask us, we always recommend the things that we've done that we like. Um, I, I love that using that, you know, personal interaction with, with somebody as a, um, as a, as a recommendation for sure. Um, we, we love to, um, you know, really understand, um, why people do what they do. Um, and I think your story is super, super incredible and, and just love the, 
the mindfulness piece of it. Um, what are some of the things um, just specifically around that? You mentioned that you do um, your daily meditations. Do you use um, any specific apps for anything like that? Or um, you, you mentioned a couple of things that you were following, but um, other things like that besides the ones that you put out there as well. What are some of the ways that you, you get into the meditation side? Um, yeah, so I was doing Kundalini, um, Kundalini, uh, meditation. So there are some that I have shared on my blog, um, that have been really powerful. Um, there's, uh, and you can go to my blog and check that out on actionjacqueline.com, um, where you can actually like download some of the meditations that I've done or I have been doing. Um, there are, there are sometimes like just online, I'll like listen to Abraham Hicks and I'll just like quietly sit and like listen to one of her videos. Like she has so many different lectures on YouTube and I just like love listening. And it's just like this, this download you can tell of just, it just wisdom. It's incredible. Um, there's someone else that I love, uh, Bob Proctor and he has some meditations online that I, I love listening to. He has an abundance one that I love doing. Um, and then other times I just do, I'll just do silence and I'll just breathe through my nose and just like do a completely silent meditation. Maybe I'm at the beach or, um, something like that. But I also do it in my car a lot too. If, if you're like ever nervous to do, to go somewhere or do something like I'll actually like sit in my car first and I'll like breathe in for four counts and then breathe out for four counts. Um, that's like my go-to one. Sometimes I'll do like five counts or six counts. I'll like breathe in for four counts, pause for four counts and then exhale for four counts, pause for four counts and then repeat that. Like it's called square breathing. And, um, I do that actually like on planes when we're taking off because like sometimes I'll get like really anxious and I'll just like do the square breathing and it helps to just ground me and feel a lot better. Um, and, and then also like if, if there's any girls out there who are single, like, and if you're nervous to go on a date, like doing a meditation like that, honestly, is like the most magical thing ever because it just like brings you back into your body and into your heart. And it's like, you feel so much more like connected to yourself if you're like nervous to go meet someone and it's really good. (laughs) Yeah, that's great. Um, you, um, you mentioned launch being a book that helped for lack of a better term, launch your, uh, your career in this. Um, Jason and I are both avid readers. So if, do you have any other books that you recommend, um, these could be yoga related or business related or just like lifestyle related, maybe like two or three books that you either really love or that you recommend, um, for people to listen to. Yeah. That, that book launch, if you're looking to, um, grow any sort of business online, that's like, was the first one I read that just was like, Oh my gosh, this is crazy. Um, and then, uh, think and grow rich is a good book. Um, big magic is another really good book. Um, right now I'm actually reading the warrior goddess training for all the ladies out there who want to just get more in touch with their femininity. Um, and then there are, let me see what Oh, universe has your back by Gabrielle Bernstein and the power of vulnerability. Um, 
is also really good. Who's the power of vulnerability by? Uh, Brene Brown. Oh, yeah. yeah. I just read... Um, Slayer. Yeah, she's amazing. I just read Daring Greatly by her, um, oh, which I was... Have, have you read that yet? No. Oh, you got to get in on it. If you like her style, it was... I mean, it's it's one of her top sellers. It's Daring Greatly, so, so good. And um, one of the first books I read... Um, kind of in that genre that was a woman author, and I just loved her style, um, her way of delivering information, um, and it was a lot about vulnerability. So that was like after reading that, I was like, oh wow, like I didn't even realize that this was a thing, and now I'm like, I this, I just I called it so many other things, and I I mean I obviously felt those ways, and she gives all these good examples, and I'm like. That's me. That's me. That's me. And I was like, "Holy <laughs> shit! Like, I need to work on this." Um, so, like, what what is it that you felt like you had to work on? I think like I, I'm just very like um, like confident in pretty much like when I'm very like on topic of things that I'm talking about. So I really noticed that if I was speaking to you about yoga or nutrition or anything, like I'm looking you in the eyes. I'm very very confident in it. Um, because you and I would would vibe and agree, but um, and I, and that's a lot of what I do. I teach fitness and I go and I lead retreats and everyone's like in the vibe. But once I talk to somebody that's either not necessarily like disagreeing with me um, or needs convincing, but just somebody that like either doesn't really care or um, isn't really all in, I get so nervous in that situation. Like skepticism and apathy. Yeah, it's crazy. It's like I I don't, I'm not as confident. I look down. Um, and I was like, why is that? Like, why do I do that? You do kind of do that sometimes. Yes, yeah, I know. And so I'm like, why is that? Like, I'm, I know, like, I know exactly what I'm saying. I'm very confident in what I'm saying, but if the person isn't receptive, I, I, it breaks me down. And like her yeah, book, you just shut down. Yeah. I'm like, I still give out the information, but there's no way the information is as good as fluid or, um, as meaningful to that person. So that has been something that like. Um, like talking about this year has been something I've been like very focused on. Like if the person isn't receptive, like I'm still going to look them in the eye and I'm still going to like be confident in what I'm saying because I know what I'm saying and it comes from like a passion of mine. But reading her book on that, she gives a couple examples like that. And I was like, oh, wow, like that's me. So that's why like just diving into reading I think is so important and to read different perspectives on like similar type things is is super beneficial yeah that's cool i i love that like it sounds almost like like uh like you you give your power to the person who's listening too much you know like like their opinion matters too much and we've all i mean i do that all the time you know and and then there's there are some people where you see they're they're so like Almost, I think people would almost call them like self righteous because they like just don't care at all what people think. Yeah. And they're the most ridiculous thing, and you're like, but they don't care that like no one agrees with them, you know? And at first you're like, gosh, they're so cocky, but then you're kind of like, actually, I wish I was like a little bit more like them, you know, more like that, and not caring so much. So um, that's awesome. I'm gonna totally read it. Yeah, and it's <laughs> like I don't want to seem like a douche about it. <laughs> But I just want to like, 
Like, I think you should care a little bit, but you have to find the line. Like, if you're right and what you're saying is needed to be heard, you have to just learn how to say it in the best way for the right audience. Four agreements. Don't take it personally. Yeah, exactly. Maybe they just don't care. Yeah. Like, well, and it's not about, I, I think it's like when you come from the perspective of like not trying to be right, like yeah. you're just trying to be right. Like you're just, you're expressing yourself and you know, the other person can express their themselves and it's like taking away the, like the not needing to be right. Because a lot of times, like I, I felt like I just wanted to be right in this kind of conversation, you know, and it's like. Sometimes you're like, I don't even know what I'm arguing for anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Just have to win. Yeah. <laughs> Just to win. Yeah, I'd be right. <laughs> yeah. Um, great. Yeah. So we, uh, Jason and I's motto for Live Better is to have the best day ever every single day. Um, and it sounds like you've been, you've been killing it doing that. So we love to ask our, our, our guests on the show, if you could wake up tomorrow um, and do whatever it is you want, and you've kind of already talked through some of the things you love to do, but anything in the entire world tomorrow that could fit into 24 hours, what would your best day ever look like? Oh, my gosh. Um, uh, let's see. I would, like, wake up. I mean, it sounds crazy, but it's, like, pretty similar to, like, what I'm, like, doing now. I would, like, wake up. I would... You know, I love to go surfing, and, and um, I mean, I'm I'm not like very good, so I'm like, you know, a wa- wannabe surfer. But like, wake up, go in the water, go surfing or something, do yoga, um, make some food, spend time with friends, read, go visit, play with my nieces. I have like a one year old and three year old niece. Um, they're just like the cutest ever, and. Um, I mean, yeah, basically, like, doing what I'm doing now, like. It's great. It's great. Yeah. uh, Just, like, just just being in the moment. Um, Yeah, just spending time with my parents and family, my sisters, having fun, you know, uh, going out dancing. I love salsa dancing, so maybe I go dancing, or if there's, like, a private jet available somewhere, maybe we can hop on the jet and go down to (laughs) Baja or Costa Rica or something like that. Um, Yeah. That's great. I I mean, those are, like, I love hearing that because it's, like, when you get asked that question, if you haven't been asked before and it just kind of rolls off your tongue as things you're already doing, that means, like, you're on your path. So that's fantastic. Uh, you mentioned, um, throughout the, throughout the episode where people can find you and get involved, but if you could just wrap that up really quick, right at the end. So if anybody's, um, getting ready to head over to your Insta or your website, where can people find you online? And then what do you have coming up, uh, in 2019? Yeah. So my Instagram is action Jacqueline and I think if you just search action, like the word A-C-T-I-O-N, and then J-A-C, um, I should come up. And um, and then you can go to my website, actionjacqueline.com, from there. And so I have coming up uh, uh, starting, like, January 7th. It's an office yoga stretching. So it's like getting stretchy in the office or at your desk challenge for five days so we'll do a couple of stretches together for five days every day that you could easily do um at your desk 
to help mitigate pain and reduce tension in places like your neck and shoulders, wrists, and hip and low back. Um, so that's like the first thing that I've got going on to kick off the new year. And it should be fun to get everyone, you know, back back on track. I know people are going to be working a lot, but, you know, we want to also remember to take care of our bodies. And then um, I also, coming out, hopefully, February 1st, uh, my new website and app and monthly membership. So it's like a monthly workout membership that's called Action Academy. So you'll get a monthly workout calendar and every, so you'll have a workout that you can do every single day. So either a yoga flow, a bar workout, a HIIT workout, um, something that'll be scheduled out for you every single day. Plus like a library of yoga poses for you to continue to improve your yoga and stretching. Um, and that, that's called the, the Action Academy and that'll be out on an app in February. So yeah, some exciting things coming up. Awesome. That sounds like a great way to start the year. Um, we want to just thank you from the bottom of our hearts for taking some time to drop some knowledge, um, learn about um, where you've come from, how you've created the platform that you have. And uh, we just want to say thank you so much for being on the show. Thanks, you guys. Thank you so much. It's been really fun to chat with you, and uh, I really appreciate you bringing me on. So thank you. Awesome. Have the best day ever. Thanks. You too. Thanks, Jacqueline. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the Live Better Show. Awesome, cool, really fun guest. We are extremely excited to extend you guys a discount on our retreat for listening to this episode. If you can make it to our next Live Better experience, email ham at livebetterco.org. H-A-M at livebetterco.org. Yet we go ham. You want a discount off the next trip? Hit us up. Have the best day ever.